I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Satan, you bow your knee. Satan, you bow your knee. You fall on your face. You fall on your face. COVID-19. It is fucking Friday. It is feel good Friday. It's a Friday. <laughs> That's you know what you know what it's Friday and it's actually Friday. We're actually recording this on the morning that this is gonna be this is gonna be going out. I wonder how many people potentially listen would would have listened to this entire episode, but they realized that it, we had this minute long introduction intro music. Yo, that dude, was just this. Yo, listen, about that intro music, Fry, <laughs> I'm getting messages from people now where, they're, where they are literally, they're literally uh, taking the time to reach out to say, uh, your intro song, f- fucking hated it at first, but now... <laughs> but, <laughs> but That's now, my wait, point. Really? But no, but no, but now, but now they're like, but now, fucking it's love it. Actually, Dave Culligan, Dave Culligan mess- messaged me the other day and goes, dude, that... Uh, that COVID song gets me like oddly hype, and I I ran to it today. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> so again, uh, Dude, that's uh, so funny. A big big shout out to the to the the fucking remix Reverend uh, Darren Darren fucking Craig who uh, who made <laughs> but that. But I, I think you kind of I think you kind of proved my point, Jer, because I was like, how many people do you think would have listened to this podcast but heard that song and were like, nah, fuck this, nah, and nah. and it's the the same type of person that hated this song when they first heard it. But liked Sick Boy chance. enough that they kept <laughs> you know listening what? and bearing with it. Here's, and now they're like, yeah, you know what? I actually like that song now. Here's what I think about that person who tuned in for the first time and that's what they heard and they went, this isn't for me. Uh, good riddance. <laughs> good yeah. riddance. Yeah. 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 Ain't, ain't got time for you. Also, guess what, guys? It's fucking Friday. Listen, listen, <laughs> before, before COVID, before COVID, Fridays had this like, had this this beautiful, mm. almost mm. almost ma- majestic, mm. fucking it like glow. yeah glow mm. of like of like mm. of adrenaline through <laughs> like adrenaline shot in the butthole. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fridays yeah, yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. Now when it's Friday, I'm like, huh? It's Friday. I thought yesterday was Friday. <laughs> but but but, but I disagree. Hearing you say it's Friday. 
so much enthusiasm right now reminds me that it is in fact yeah. Friday, but I also yep. feel like I feel that's me. Fake. I feel good. I feel as equally good about it being Friday today as I did before COVID-19. That, that's me faking it until I make it. And actually to tell you the truth right now, after I fucking it's Friday. Oh yeah. You know what? I'm making it. I'm making it. And also, oh, also I got to say, I got to say there's people walking over. There's people walking outside right now. They just looked into my window. I got to say, I, uh, I just see you staring at your picture window going, it's Friday. Look, well, I, I'm I, one thing I will say is that I'm in a silly willy mood, but only since we hit record. It's been a, because we, before it's we been hit a fucking week, it has been, a, it's been a fucking week. Uh, it's been a, it's been a weird week. Last week was a rough week. I'm, I'm coming off a rough week, but I'm, uh, in- Do you feel like it's busy. Do you feel like it's busy? I feel like, I feel like there's more normal working sort of shit. Happening. Yeah, dude. Company countries opening up. Companies are opening back up. Oh, that's not feel good Friday. Let's not go. <laughs> let's not go to that territory. Hey, it's feel good Friday for some people. It is. It is for some people actually. Okay. Here's a, here's a great little segue. Um, there are a some lot of places don't like it. Some people do. Yeah, there are a lot of places opening back up, and I gotta say, I I do have to say, for the places that are opening back up nice and slow, and they're taking their time and they're doing it smartly, good. Feels good, good. for you. That's great. That feels great. Um, I can't speak to what is happening in the state of Washington. I don't know what the the scenario is. I, it's to me, it, from up here, it seems like the states are just completely fucked. But. I don't know what's going on in Washington. However, there was this article that came out. Uh, I f- saw it on Twitter. Caitlin Dowdy, represent, uh, old uh, sick boy guest that we've had on the show. Um, she retweeted this. And it, it, I was so stoked about this. All right, here's the title. This comes from the Wash, Washingtonian. Uh, it's an article written by Ann Limpert. In at Little Washington. Fake news. Made up name, oh, for fuck's not even sense. a journalist. Jesus Christ, uh, Washingtonian—that's not even a real publication. Is that what you call a Washington a Washington person, a Washingtonian? I don't know. I More guess. believable than Haligonian for a Halifax. I just person. call them. I just call them washers. All right. Um, uh, there's a restaurant called Inn at Little Washington. Inn at Little Washington chef Will Phil. You know what? This is fake as fuck. <laughs> no, no, let, God damn it. Let me finish this. Christ. In a little Washington chef, Will Phil, his socially distant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is all. Hold on. This is all caps. That's why I thought his name was Will Phil. That's not it. Let me finish the goddamn sentence. In I, a, hope, I hope that their, uh, their motto is like, Jared, Will, we're, Jared, come on in. Jared just can't read. I just can't read. Where Will no, no, will it, fill your belly. It's, it's all caps. So the Will looks like it could just be Will Phil. Like the name is Will Phil. In at Little Washington <laughs> Chef will fill his socially distanced dining room with <laughs> mid-century mannequins. The three Michelin star destination will also have Marilyn Monroe masks. This is so this is like this is this is simultaneously one of the funnest ideas. It's so fun, and but cre- it's also it's so like, dude, it can be you know how like some people have a problem with clowns? Some people <laughs> yeah, have a problem dude, with mannequins. Mannequins, <laughs> dude, mannequins dude. are ma- mannequins are objectively <laughs> Objectively weird. Did you guys I'm ever? I'm not watch- surprised that Caitlin Dowdy shared this. It's like yeah, totally up her alley. 100. percent Did you guys ever watch the movie Maniac about the uh, the schizophrenic no. guy who has an obsession with mannequins and, and he's a serial uh, killer? No. Anyway, nope. great great film. Uh, a few weeks ago, the little in the inn at Little Washington sent out an email blast announcing that the luxury Rappahannock con- County destination 
would be reopening for dinner on May 15th. Holy fuck, wait, that's... that's today. Uh, today. They're opening today. Then Virginia <laughs> Governor Ralph Northam threw a hitch into Chef Patrick O'Connell's plans. Diners can... What's this Washington, D.C. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I think this is Washington... Okay. Uh, is it Washington? You said Virginia governor. You said Virginia. Oh governor. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Washington. Yes, yeah, so this is Washington, Washington D.C. is part of. Uh, uh, well, it's technically District of Columbia, but it's kind of within Virginia. Anyway, it's weird. Diners can sit outside only for Phase One of the reopening, and those patios can be filled only to fifty percent capacity. The alfresco mandate wouldn't work for the inn's lavish three Michelin star property, so they hopefully push the debut to May 29th. But the fifty percent empty thing. O'Connell has a plan. Instead of letting tables sit vacant, the whimsical chef plans to outfit his dining rooms with mannequins. That's right, life-sized human dolls, kind of like that scene in Home Alone when Kevin throws a mannequin holiday party to fool the burglars. That's funny, because I would have been like, kind of like that scene in Maniac when Elijah <laughs> Wood leads that woman into his mannequin shop and stabs her to death. Um, <laughs> guys it, it reminds me like <laughs> explaining uh, uh, describing it as like a whimsical <laughs> describing it as a a whimsical Taylor it wasn't that funny oh my god it just got me it just got me it's Friday baby uh, it's Friday describing it as a, a, like a, a, a whimsical majestical place reminds me of uh, remember when we went to that place in New York City that that bar yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, it was like, oh, what was yeah. that called? I, it was like I don't know. It was like it Christmas was very late, everywhere. and we were very drunk. We so. were, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, we were. But uh, but hey, um, quick uh, quick side note: Did you guys did you guys see the article about the German cafe that's making all of its patrons wear socially distanced hats? Their uh, <laughs> their hats are with, they just with really big brims? They've got they've got pool noodles six, six foot six no, foot radius. Stop. They've got pool noodles and a massive X across. So one pool no- no. noodles going like like forward and backwards, and the other one's going side to side. And uh, you have to walk around with this pool noodle hat on so that you're six feet apart. From Dude, everybody. I would. They should just give they should just give everybody those uh, those like caricature sombreros. <laughs> yeah, those, like, you know those like those did like I, mega oversized. Did I, did I ever tell you guys the story? So uh, when I was in university in Toronto, uh, and Bridie, my wife, and I, uh, who actually will be uh, the subject of this coming Monday's episode uh, of Sick Boy Podcast, uh, where we talk about grief and death because Bridie's father just passed away, and uh, we had a really really wonderful conversation about it. But that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, what I'm talking about is that. Bridie and I, when we first started dating, um, we we were in her like basement apartment in Toronto, and we did a bunch of mushrooms with with a couple of friends, and uh, and like you know we were stuck in this basement apartment, really high on mushrooms, which like not the greatest place to spend an entire high yeah. on mushrooms because like, you kind of want to like you want to breathe, you want like the outdoors. So we were like, let's you go out, move. let's go outside. Let's stretch. You know, we're in downtown Toronto, and we step outside, and the second. The second we get outside, the first thing I see is just a man walking with like a six foot wide sombrero. And I go, <laughs> nope. And just turn around and I go back inside. I was like, I can't do this. Oh my God. Um, That's very funny. Uh, O'Connell says that the Washington, Virginia, where the inn is located, currently has no COVID-19 cases that he knows of. Despite the fact that many guests are coming from the D.C. area, he hopes to keep it that way. His staff is conducting deep cleanings involving infrared light. I don't know about that. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, give uh, me the science. <laughs> uh, I think it would do people a world of good to reduce their anxiety level. When I think they... Trump actually said that they're looking into that. Uh, he, he did. You're <laughs> testing that, right? I think he, he did say that, that actually. Right? We're testing it. We're, t- we're testing the. We got doc- doctors are testing that. Okay. Um, uh, uh, what do you say here? I think it would be it would do people a world of good to reduce their anxiety level when they come out to a place which is still unaffected because if you watch your television, you think that there isn't such a place under a bubble. Says O'Connell. A friend told him, Patrick. After all these years, your location finally paid off. That's what someone told him. Huh? How about that? Uh, yeah. So that was. That was I don't know why. <laughs> that's I read that's that funny because that's such like a, like a backhanded uh, compliment. It's like, yeah, yeah, dude, absolutely. you've had the shittiest location for years, and yeah. finally, yeah, finally you're in a off. spot where there's there's Does literally nobody you, around. <laughs> Does it matter where your location is if you're a Michelin star restaurant? I feel like it's you're you're kind of like you could you could be fuck bum fuck nowhere and and it's just like hey, I mean I love I love that his friend said it finally paid off when he's saying oh yeah you can uh, you can only fill fifty percent of it and the rest of it's just dolls human dolls at the tables yeah it really <laughs> paid off there was clearly some sarcasm there and they just didn't know how to write it into the article now I uh, now it we, now, I don't know if you guys want to chat about this but I kind of do I mean I find it like. I find it interesting how here we here we go, folks. Here we go. What 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 kind of fucking weird conspiracy theory you want to get into now, Tay? Well, there's a really interesting documentary on Netflix right now. Oh my now. god! Do not after, talk after, about after, it. after after I watched after I watched. Okay, so you know now. I'm just going to touch on this. We're not going to talk about it. I'm just going to touch on it. Taylor, don't t- don't touch on pandemic. <laughs> I'm not. No, it's not that. It's not that. I don't even really know what that that is, other than what you told me the other day on the phone. Okay, um, we're not going to talk so, about it anymore. We're not going to. No. That's like no. that's like so, saying Voldemort. <laughs> oh, so you, um, so Jer, you you have been on me for the past year, like intermittently, to like to get our taxes done. The, Every time, yeah, but, <laughs> yes, and I'm doing, and I'm doing that. <laughs> and oh. I'm doing that. You know, I faced that's really funny unforeseen headwinds. <laughs> um, and uh, and so you've been on me every every so often. Every, every so often, Jer will look at me and go like, "Yo, Tay, where? Uh, what's your? How do you feel about uh, aliens coming? Haven't been to Earth? Oh yeah, dude. Just yeah, ask me that question, and I'll be like, and I, and I, and I've always immediately just gone, that is, sh- shut up. That's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard. Don't now, fucking talk to me about now that. Let, shit. Now let me add. Now let me add. I am. I am a very. I actually deeply, deeply believe in aliens. I do, and and I and I think that I I will say that I deeply, even prior to this. I deeply believe in the existence of other life elsewhere in the universe because fucking numbers are a thing. And if you just run the yeah, numbers, well, the, the data, data. Look, the data says it's true. It's called the I, it's called at, the, it's the look, something paradox. No, 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 no. The Fermi the Fermi paradox. No, the Fermi paradox. Yeah, that's it, right. No, no, the Fermi paradox basically says, "Dude, we're alone." But, because the Fermi oh, paradox. I thought, I thought it was that. No, the Fermi paradox ter- taps into. This other hypothesis, which is the the great filter, which which essentially is saying if if the Fermi paradox is 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 like the paradox of it is that we should have we should know by now we should know aliens at this point you and I should know an alien, but we don't and that's fucking weird why is that and and so they start talking about um, the great filter and this idea of the great filter being there's like these different filters of 
that we need to get through to like get to a certain point of of existence within within um, sentient like intelligence and there's a good chance that we got beyond that great filter and nothing else has gotten beyond it and we've gotten really lucky or if that's if that's not the case then we are not yet at that filter and we're about to and when we get to it there's a very high chance that we're all going to Okay, so perish. I thought anyway, that it w- that I thought that it was or or maybe I'm thinking of another um another theory that I've that that I that I was reading about was that was that the paradox is that is that it is inevitable that there is other life in the universe, but because of the limitations of space and time and distance, it is impossible to discover. Anyway, sorry. So sure. that's where I was. I was thinking, okay, I was thinking that's, there that's is. That's the camp that there, I'm in, and it would be very, <laughs> it would be near impossible to sway me out of that. I was talking the other day about how I believe in like the philosophy of thinking of, of having strong opinions weakly held. And this is a strong opinion that I have firmly held. Dude, that's basically every everybody's <laughs> are f- strong opinions weakly held. No offense, everybody. Test them. Go ahead, but, Brian. But, but it's 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 more so it's more so the philosophy of thinking that you should believe that you you have strong opinions, but you should also be aware of or or willing to let those opinions go in yeah, order to yeah, see right. the other side. Right. I also but actually, my, I guess yeah. my belief of aliens but, is also just really fun for me. I mean, you know what I mean? No, but, I know. But, yeah, but, I know. But, I know but, you like you enjoy it. But but I also I like the fun. I like the funness of it. But yeah, uh, yeah. But, but I just but, think yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, but Brian, shut the okay, fuck well, let up. Me, let, me, real. let me. So let me bring this back. Let me bring this back to why I brought this up because, um, because you know it came out. What what was that like three or four weeks ago that the U.S. government was like, hey, here, yeah, hey, hey, UFO community, here's some fucking shit to chew they on. They admitted. The they admitted to three videos that had surfaced a while ago that originally these three videos, which was Gimbal, GoFast, and um, uh, Gimbal was the Tic Tac one, GoFast, and there was another one. And they were videos of unidentified flying objects that were caught by U.S. military fighter jets on camera. And the chatter over the radio of, of those fighter jet pilots are like, Dude, I, we don't know what the fuck this is. This is craziness. And so when those videos came to surface, came to light, like you know, uh, it's a couple of years now. Um, the 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 U.S. government was like, "This is not real." Like we we don't know what this is. like. This is not. Uh, there's no. There, there's, we we're removing ourselves from this. Like this is not us. Like we, we, <laughs> they basically almost they almost not, exactly like they, that. They they, they <laughs> yeah. deny yeah they denied they Jeremy's denied, brain can't compute it. They denied that those videos were, were even the property of the United States government. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Before we, I don't I don't want to go off on too much of a tear. I want to keep <coughs> coming back to why I brought this up. So that came out. Kyla saw that. No, but hold Kyla's on, but hold on re- though. This is what you were saying the other day, last week or two weeks ago. The government finally came out and they said, right. "Okay, actually, yeah, those that are our did, videos. Yeah. We did see those, and you know what? We don't fucking know what they are. So deal with that and fucking whatever." Right? Which is right? Which, which is crazy. That's crazy news. But no one's or if you're if you're into conspiracies, then you're just thinking that like it's a distraction of some sort. Like here, fucking here's some fucking bullshit. 
while this other stuff happens because like also or, because we're fumbling it, coronavirus so uh here aliens are real <laughs> yeah right <laughs> chew yeah, on right. that maybe maybe i'm just saying i'm not saying that that's what happened i'm just saying you know fucking look maybe into it. maybe coronavirus <laughs> is the distraction to, 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 tell, to telling us that aliens are Whoa. real <laughs> holy shit dude you just blew the case wide open okay so so uh kyla no. who's like never who's like never never paid any attention to fucking aliens in her entire life sees this and, and and is like hey what do you like what's what do you think about this did you see this shit and i'm like yeah 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 i think aliens are bullshit i mean i think that they're they exist but they're out there we'll never see them or meet them just you know it's fuck, everything's too far away hold on brian everything's too far away and and uh and i don't think that they've ever been to earth um yada 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 anyway a couple days i have to interrupt because i just wanted to say that I would be more likely to believe that aliens exist than that Kyla would be interested in aliens. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I was so, actually pretty surprised when you told me that. Dude, yeah. And you know, it just high, high five, Kyla. so then so then so then we're um so then we're cruising through Netflix looking for something to uh to watch and we're in the documentary thing and I cr- and I cruise by Bob Lazar, uh the Bob Lazar documentary. It's, I think it's called Bob Lazar Area 51 and Flying Saucers. Um, and I know that you were just begging me to listen to the episode of him on Rogan. Yeah. And so I turned to Connor and I'm like, dude, Jeremy has been begging me to look into this guy and his story. So let's watch this anyway, watched it. And now you're pretty a believer. Com- pretty, <laughs> pretty fucking compelling. Dude, I, I listen mean, to- I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that I've like switched my stance, but I will say that he he definitely introduces a, a another dynamic to thinking about to thinking about all that. Jeremy is showing me. Yeah, I, you know what? I wouldn't mind. They're coming, bro. They're now. coming. Those aliens are coming. Um, oh, and dude. so, so no. the whole reason I brought this up was because the documentary that was right next to Bob Lazar was a flat earth documentary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you, know what, you know what's ridiculous? So I listened to Bob Lazar on uh, Joe Rogan, and, and I felt like I felt less compelled to believe that aliens existed and more compelled to believe that he needs um, psychological help. You are fucked, really? Brian. You are so fucked. <laughs> Dude, 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 he is. Open your eyes, man. Open your fucking ears, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look into it. <laughs> man, oh my fuck god, you, Brian. How did we you. get it? How did we? Yeah, fuck you, Brian. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I have no idea. But it's a good. It's a good point to segue into this other thing that I wanted to talk about, which wow. is, which is. <laughs> now, now here's the thing. Now, this is something that is actually kind of important it does have to do with covid and uh it's 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 pretty interesting but also i before i say this before i read this article which is coming from the globe and mail from nathan Vanderklip, <laughs> made up <laughs> uh the asian correspondent nathan Vanderclip, uh uh from beijing uh this before i read this article taylor i i'm gonna need you to curb your your um, skepticism no i'm gonna need you to curb your wild conspiracy theories and just keep your fucking <laughs> mouth shut for a minute okay <laughs> okay i'll try <laughs> national research council national research council strikes deal with china to develop covid19 vaccine in canada bite your tongue taylor 
Canada researchers uh, are joining the effort to develop a Chinese vaccine against the deadly coronavirus with plans to begin human trials in Canada of a potential defense against COVID-19 that employs genetic technology from the National Research Council. The trials will be will bring to Canada soil AD5, I don't know what the AD stands for, AD5NCoV, a vaccine candidate under joint development by a Chinese company and the country's military, backed by a state uh, that has urgently <laughs> sought a vaccine of global importance. AD five and CoV has been among the most rapidly developed of numerous candidates around the world. Now the backed NR- by Huawei. Oh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I said Kermit. Uh, now the yeah, NRC type of chips are in that vaccine. Oh my god! Now the uh, NRC has not struck- American ones. Now the now the NRC has struck an agreement to support its development in Canada by manufacturing doses that can be administered in human tests and for emergency pandemic use. Quote: We are going to get a we are going to get to evaluate it for safety and efficacy in Canada, as is being done already in China, and Canada will now be part of the front runner story said Roman Zumski, Vice President of Life Sciences for the NRC. Now, here's a really interesting part about all of this, is that this is um, uh, blah, 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 blah. The federal government has- Taking place in Halifax. It is. The the federal government has, yeah, the federal government has provided the NRC with $44 million since late March to upgrade its facilities in Montreal so they can be used to produce vaccines that are safe for human outside of- clinical trials. Those upgrades are expected to be completed by by the summer. By then, clinical trials may already be underway in Canada. CanSino, C-A-N-S-I-N-O, CanSino, which uh, declined an interview request, is preparing to apply for Health Canada authorization of uh, to conduct human trials in partnership with the Canadian Centre for Vaccinology at Dalhousie University. You know what's really funny? Right below it, it says uh, coronavirus vaccine being being created and trialed in Halifax. Click this link, and then you see our friend Barry. And if you follow the trail, you'll notice Barry. that what do Dalhousie professors prefer? Belgian waffles. And what do you put on Belgian waffles? Maple syrup. And where is maple syrup manufactured? In Canada. And what does Canada also make? Malt liquor. Guys, 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 you guys, that joke went over your head when I said you yeah. click the link and see Barry. It's it's like one of those articles that says um, coronavirus is conf- confirmed in Halifax, like when this was first spreading in in China. And you click the link and you saw oh, Barry. Barry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Barry, uh, big Barry. But yeah, the big, big, giant black dick <laughs> meme that's been going around. I, Which, I, by I the way. I realized that that was unfunny because I had to explain my joke. But yeah, it would yeah. have been good in the right, moment. Right, if you right, like right, nine right. out of so. ten of your jokes. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're either dad jokes or you got to explain them. Uh, uh, but all y'all out there who have seen Black Dynamite. Love, <laughs> love that little yeah, tangent that, that, that I was went on. Just saying. Uh, listen, how crazy is that, though, that, uh, that we're going to be like. So this got me thinking. About human. Would you do it? Would you go get it? Would you go be <laughs> Dude, a volunteer? I'm an early adopter of everything, buddy. I would. I would try. <laughs> you are a fucking early adopter. No, I'm not. I'm not an early adopter of something as fucking crazy as as going. Hey, stick me with that. Dude, I'm. You'd I'm, have to be. Uh, you'd have to. I'm bubble. You'd have I'm to bubbled. be on your. Um, you have to be on your death. Um, on your deathbed, because like that's how. That is how. That is. Um, 
that is like no. one way that they get like early early human testing is 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 can be sometimes based on compassionate use. But, no. but this is for, really this are, is for a vaccine. Yeah, so this is like this is like um, yeah they don't want like, hey people. look we want to try we want to try this on healthy people. Who's, Brian uh, Brian you would who, be the candidate who bought, for this who bought AirPods who bought AirPods when they first came out and then Jer would put his hands up. Me Jer here's a really good 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 uh, uh, compliment for you. Um, Maddie was going Thank through you. some of our sick boy photos the other day. Yeah. And she uh, saw one from like a year and a half ago or two years ago. And she was like, oh, Jer had AirPods all the way back then. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Early uh, you know what else I would be an early adopter of? I, and I'm not joking. I would sign up ASAP for it. Is um, Cryo. Uh, <laughs> dude, fuck Cryo. <laughs> uh, no, um, is uh, Neuralink. Yo, when that chip pops out, oh. I would definitely sign me up for that. Put the chip in my brain. I'm ready to become an episode of Black Mirror. All of yeah, it. but that's not going to be. But man, if you listen to Elon, that version isn't going to be for a long time. Yeah. Well, the, thanks the, for the first thanks for thanks for rubbing it in my face, Taylor. That I live with a fucking chronic disease. That I live with a chronic disease that's going to end my life a lot earlier than most of my friends. Thanks a lot. Do you have a Do you have a brain injury? I could go go. It's going to be used for. I could I could, could go, go get and get one. one. I could go get one. We could just drop jujitsu and join Muay Thai, and then we could get one real quick. Yeah, or you could just take your car, and I'll just stick my head out, and then you drive by and just let the oh. let the the oh. um, the rearview no. mirror Mm-mm. just let that bounce oh, off Jesus. my noggin. Oh my god, dude, that is sickening. <clears throat> so listen, I read that article, and first of all, I want to say um, kudos to Canada for for fucking. Uh, for doing something that I, I, I feel like the U.S. would be like fucking definitely not interested in doing, which is partnering up with uh, China to come up with Dude, a fucking to, to come up with a to come up with a plan to. Dude, I wouldn't be to, surprised to, to help if the, world. the U.S. got pissed at us. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, U.S. got pissed. China U.S. tensions are. Are ramping up. Yeah, it is. It is cool though that, like, again, Canada is is like we were talking last week about um, Canada pulling out of the Olympics uh, first, and like again, like Canada's at the forefront of you know some global issue. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, Hey, did 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 you guys hear? Speaking of um, coronavirus um, related, like uh, vaccines and 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 this is this is about testing. But did you hear about the? Uh, that the FDA approved CRISPR-based coronavirus testing. No, that's pretty neat. Man, CRISPR's oh, been popping off lately. Uh, yesterday, um, this is separate from coronavirus testing, but uh, a new CRISPR method allows um, allows scientists to edit crops now uh, without technically making them genetically modified. Well, you know that you know that genetic like genetically modified. Like GMO foods have just have have like by and large just gotten like they that word genetically modified. It's it's just um, a word that became vilified, which which it yeah. Exactly. Like, so g- genetic genetic modification could be um, breeding plants um, for for specific traits just by you know putting one that um, grows right. really healthy fruits in with another Dude, crop of another dog, one. That, like dogs that are genetically modified, like. Breeding dogs is ge- is genetic modification, right? But so so imagine hey, CRISPR. Hey 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 hey. 
Bigby is not a GMO dog. Uh, he fucking is. No, he so is, is not. Bigby? And so is this short-faced fucker right here beside me. He, yeah, that little, that little snorker, he definitely is GMO. He's got GMO written all over him. Ugh. <laughs> well, get him off the camera. He is really cute. But imagine being able to edit uh, edit a crop without genetically <laughs> modifying it. Like, like you, you're so removed from, like, the, the point what of like is the that... what is the editing then that happens if it's not the genes? Um, well, I'll re- do you want me to read the article? No, yeah, this is yeah, this is boring it. my fucking dick off. Uh, who gives right. a shit? We'll skip who it. Gi- who, who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, like it. it, it I, who man, gives a shit? We can make you not have CF. Well, but, it's a, well, it, well he's that, talking about it. He's talking about it in terms of food right now. But he's but the larger topic is is about uh, testing for coronavirus. But right? having CF mm-hmm. is what makes me cool. I mean, I gotta have the CF or else this podcast doesn't work. It's a stupid fucking idea. The name of the podcast doesn't even make any sense. Jeremy just, Jeremy, ultimately, Jeremy's like, I am my CF. (laughs) Sick Boy Podcast will be right back after this word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Hey, listeners. If you like this show, you should check out Unlocking Bryson's Brain from CBC Podcasts. 13-year-old Bryson is a happy, loving boy, but a mysterious disease means he can't walk, talk, or feed himself. After years without a diagnosis, genetic scientists believe they know what's causing Bryson's illness and think it could be reversed. Join Bryson's family on their search for a medical miracle in Unlocking Bryson's Brain. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so here's the reason why I brought up that article though, of, of all that shit that's going on with the human, human testing. Um, because you know, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of a big deal. And like, there are, there are, you know, we, we want to make sure that those things are done ethically and, and in a, in a way that's like, makes a lot of sense. And, um, but do you guys know much about like some of the like craziest, most evil medical experiments that have happened? In the in the history of of human civilization, no, but I imagine they all happened in like the fifties. Ooh, ooh, you ready for ready Dude, to get your mind early, bro? Early chemical testing. <clears throat> when well, there was have like you heard no that ethics. shit? Have you heard that shit about um, about uh, Manson? The shit that Rogan's been talking about with Manson and the and the oh, CIA dude. and that shit's dosing him. With, yeah, that shit's old news, uh, man. That shit's old news. Oh, I see. Uh, oh, sorry. CIA, curve, um, I guess once again, uh, Taylor. God damn it! it stupid, I mean, Taylor, shut stupid. Yes, you, you fucking idiot. You're idiot. So stupid. Uh, what was that? What was that called? It was the uh, the uh, project. Um, I mean, Project X. Or? No, no, it's 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 what like it's like it's what like every fucking cool show that we watch right now is based off of like uh, uh, Stranger Things. It's it's you know it's influenced Stranger Things and um, I can't remember. Anyway. I can't remember what the operation was called. Um. Uh, nine absolutely evil medical experiments. So 
this is the, there's some pretty crazy shit in here. Um, Tay or, or Bri, you said the fifties. Try this one from yep. the seventies, brah. Uh, in the name of science, or more specifically, getting to the bottom of the nature versus nurture question, uh, psychologists ran a secret experiment in the 60s and 70s in which this, this is, I watched a documentary about this case, and it blew my fucking mind. 1960s and 70s in which they separated twins and triplets from each other and adopted them out as singlets. The experiment said to have been partly funded by the National Institute of Mental Health, came to light when... Th- this is the craziest part of this doc. When th- I've heard of the documentary. Three, it's called three, is it called Three Brothers? Or yeah, it's something like three, that. I'll, I'll find the name of yeah. it. Uh, look, look it up, actually. Look up uh, the name of the, the documentary where I read this. Uh, the experiment came to light when three, three identical, identical triplets yeah, accidentally right. found each other in 1980, and they had no idea that they had siblings. Uh, that it's, it is a crazy documentary and, and super mind blowing, but also super fucked that they, that they did that. Um, uh, the child psychiatrist who held, headed up the study, Peter Neubauer and Viola Bernard showed no remorse, according to news reports, going as far as saying that they thought they were doing something good for the kids, separating them so they could develop their individual personalities, said Bernard, who was also a consultant for the Louise Wise Adoption Agency, which was uh, tied into how they got those kids out and, like, adopted them out. That's fucked so, up, yeah. man. Yeah, super, super crazy. It's, it's crazy that they separated them, though. Well, you know what they did? They they separated each all three that was of them. The point, right? And they they no. Yeah. I don't mean that they. I don't mean that they. It's, it's crazy that they separated them from each other. I mean, I mean that they literally took them and then put them into an adoption agency and then separated them. Well, what they did was they specifically put them into a different economical, mm-hmm. like um, socioeconomic, economical background. So, like one oh, kid that was part of the test yeah one kid went yeah, with a right. family that was like lower class another one went with like a middle class family and another one went, went with like a really rich family I and mean, as horrific as it is it's actually super fucking interesting well like most i mean this is look i'm gonna i'm probably gonna get some fucking shade for this but like most of these absolutely evil medical experiments it's they're being done to like figure out stuff that would be like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, we would love to know these things, but obviously, no, like, yes, we would love I to mean, know these things, but we can't do this to humans to figure it out because that's fucking yeah. bad. Dude, the argument I, that the the argument that the end justifies the means. That's right. Which, but I can tell you, it doesn't. But. I mean, I can tell you from experience as an identical twin that my parents, um, they, they loved my brother more, and he turned out better. This is true. This he, is, tr- that, he is that's true. Yeah, he's he is better. I mean, he is superior. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, um, pretty, pretty obviously. The next one, I know it's anecdotal, but I mean, right, right. The, the yeah. next one here, strong uh, this, correlation. This one goes a little closer to Brian uh, in terms of his guess. This is a little further back, uh, World War II. I'm not really going to go deep into this one because it's kind of a bummer um, and also really gross. It's not, but it's not feel good. <laughs> no, it's it Joseph Mengele uh, and the Nazi medical experiments. He did a bunch of fucked up stuff. <laughs> if you want to know more about Joseph Mengele and how evil he is, um, go listen to the last podcast on the left on their uh, heavy hitter series on Joseph Mengele. Pretty interesting yeah. stuff, but also really fucking gross. Hey, measly intern Lauren, if you're uh, listening to this, can you find some conjoined twins to have them uh, so that we can have them on the podcast? 
Dude, just can compare really cool. them up against Brian and Dennis and see what's better no, to c- be joined or not to be joined. Oh, because I've been saying I've been saying that uh, that uh, fraternal <laughs> twins are fake twins. They can join twins. Happen. That's that's like as legit I, as twins can get. Identical twins are are legit. You know, you. Hey, Brian, you remember when? Egg, but I mean, can join twins. Those are like. Those Brian, are like remember boss when we? Gods. Um, Remember when you came on uh, my yoga retreat and you said that to a woman who uh, has fraternal twins and uh, and oh my god you said that to someone yeah and she yeah. was highly so her twins were fake Jesus Christ oh my god dude yeah, come yeah. on I he stand by that he said it seriously and he didn't let Fuck. up that he was joking so she just got up and went to bed no oh I wasn't god. joking I stand by that. She, it was good that she went to bed and, and laid, <laughs> tucked herself in and wrapped her in and dreamed about what it would be like to have real twins. Hear this, people? Yeah, you just hear this, everyone? Everyone who thinks Brian's the sweet one? Listen to this fucking evil piece of shit. Uh, listen, yeah. here's the next one. It's called... This I'm, one. I'm sweet. I just want to say I'm sweet on Monday episodes, but Feel Good Friday, I'm just feeling feeling like dishing it out, you know? Oh God, Jesus Christ. This one's called The Monster Study. Uh, in 19, this one's fucking crazy. In 1939, speech pathologists at the University of Iowa set out to prove their theory that stuttering was a learned behavior caused by a child's anxiety about speaking. Unfortunately, the way they chose to go about this was to try to induce stuttering in orphans by telling them they were doomed to start stuttering in the future. Yes, orphans. <laughs> the researchers sat down with children at the Ohio Soldiers and sailors' orphans' home and told them they were showing signs of stuttering and shouldn't speak unless they could be sure they, were, they would speak right. The experiment didn't Whoa. induce stuttering, but it did make formerly normal children anxious, withdrawn, and silent. Future Iowa pathology students dubbed the study the Monster Study. According to a 2003 New York Times article on the research, Three surviving children and the estates of three others eventually sued Iowa and the university. In 2007, Iowa settled for a total of $925,000. Wow, that sounds too low. That's yeah, pretty low. Yeah, yeah, to, like, to just like low. fuck your life up for the rest of your life. This one, this one is, I, this one's fucked, but I love this story. It's so crazy. I would love to see this movie, uh, actually. It's called The Burke and Hale Murders. Until the 1830s, the only legal available bodies for dissection by autonomists, anatomists, dude, that word is so weird to me, anatomists, were those of executed murderers. Executed murderers being a relative rarity, many anatomists took to buying bodies from grave robbers or doing the robbing themselves. So in order to get bodies to, 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 Mm -hmm. to learn how to, you know, do... Um, autopsies. They would. They would like cadavers. They, yeah, they would. They would. They would hire grave robbers to dig up <laughs> fresh dead bodies. Well, Edinburgh boarding house owner William Hare and his friend William Burke took this entrepreneurial activity one step further. From 1827 to 1828, the two men smothered more than a dozen lodgers at the bearing the bear, the boarding house and sold their bodies to anatomists Robert Knox. According to Mary Roach's Stiff's Stiff, the, curio- the Curious Lives of Human Cadavers. Um, Knox apparently didn't notice or didn't care that the bodies of his newest suppliers were bringing him, were suspiciously fresh. <laughs> Roach wrote. <laughs> Burke was later hanged for his crimes, and the case spurred the British government to loosen the restrictions on dissection. 
So there you go. Hmm. Kind of worth it. Well, you know what? I I really just think that we should believe this feel-good episode right there, (laughs) because I don't know if I can get much higher than this. Well, there's also surgical experiments on... No, actually, I'm not... (laughs) I'm not going there. Uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to go too high today. I don't want to be. I don't want to be unrealistically happy. This one. This one actually, I'm. I'm kind of curious about the the Guatemala syphilis study. Uh, many people erroneously believe that the government deliberately infected the Turkigi participants with what's what's oh Tusk Tuskigi Tuskigi. Yeah, what's that? what's that? I don't know. How do you know saying Tuskigi? Word though. I thought that you were. I've read it somewhere in a book, in literature, I believe. I picked it up somewhere. What is Tuskegee? Tuskegee? T U S K E G E E. Oh, actually, when I look it up, it just gives me the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Um, Well, this is what I'm talking about. I believe it's a location, isn't it? Well, here, I'm going to read it. Uh, Many people erroneously believe that the government deliberately infected the Tuskegee participants with syphilis, which was not the case. But the works of Tuskegee University, historically black college in Alabama. Okay, here we go. So, but the works of Wellesley College professor Susan Reverby recently exposed a time when, excuse me, drinking bubbly, a time when U.S. public health services researchers did just that. Between 1946 and 1948, Reverby found the U.S. and Guatemalan governments co-sponsored a study involving the deliberate infection of Guatemalan prisoners and mental asylum patients with syphilis. Oh, my God. The study was intended to test chemicals to prevent the spread of the disease, which, okay, great. We don't want that. We don't want the spread of the disease, so we want to test those chemicals, but don't fucking give it to people. Can you give it to, like, mice or rats and then test the chemicals? The researchers attempted... that's what we would do now. The researchers attempted to infect their subjects both by paying for them to have sex with infected prostitutes... Oh my god! And Whoa. by and by abrading the skin on their penises and pouring cultured syphilis bacteria on the wounds. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. That's gnarly. Those who that's hardcore. Those who got syphilis were given penicillin as a treatment. Reverby found, but the records she uncovered indicated no follow-up or informed consent by the participants. On October first, two thousand ten, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Health Human Services Secretary Kathleen Sibelius issued a joint statement apologizing for these experiments. Wow. <laughs> Dude, hey, yo, uh, me, you know those that experiments me, that happened back in the day? We're sorry. That We're sorry really you got sad. syphilis. That made me really sad. Oh, this, We're sorry oh, for causing abrasions on your, on your peepees and the next, porn and infectious, infectious oh, cultures. The next thing on, oh, on this God. list was the Tuskegee study. The most famous lapse in medical ethics in the United States lasted for 40 years. In 1932, according to the Center for Disease Control and Preventions, the U.S. Public Health Service launched a study on the health effects of untreated syphilis. Unfortunately for the unwitting participants, this study involved, well, not treating syphilis. Oh, no. The researchers tracked the progression of the disease in 399 black men in Alabama. 201 healthy men were also followed telling them they were being treated for bad blood. In fact, the men never got adequate treatment, even in 1947, when penicillin became the drug of choice to treat syphilis. It wasn't until 1972 newspaper article exposed the study to the public eye that officials shut it down. Yo, that's fucking dark. Whoa. That's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's super dark. Right wow. in line with our mission statement for Friday episodes. <laughs> uh, listen, you know what? To... To, to, to cleanse the palate and to end this week, 
to end this week's episode, I fi- my palate, I figure um, <laughs> let's we're, we're in a weird time, right? We're in a, we're in a weird time where a lot of us are, are being forced to stay in our homes and um, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're becoming, um, uh, annoyed and, and, and like easily angered. And, uh, you know, some of us are kind of like kind of blowing our tops. I, I know this week I've been, I've been a little like cranky, you know, with, with like my mom came by and I, and I was kind of like short with her and I was like, why was I, why, why was I short with my mom? It's because I'm just, we're fucking stuck in the house, you know, like, and, and, uh, just irritable as fuck. I am just irritable. I'm, I'm irritable. And so, um, I saw this video of a woman uh, on Twitter who also is feeling a little bit irritable. And, uh, and you know what? I kind of vibed with her. It's a little aggressive. It was a little too aggressive. But it, you know what? It made me like, when I see people really fucking losing their shit, I don't know why, but it cheers me up. It makes me, <laughs> it makes me feel a bit giddy. And also, Dude, that's I th- weird. That kind of it kind of bums me out. It it this and especially <laughs> seeing this woman do it because like I feel her frustrations and I think it's because I'm I'm with her. Like I'm like yeah, lady, I feel you. But it's it's the what makes me really laugh is when I see someone so irate that you know that feeling where like they're trying to like get the the fucking anger out and they just start like they just the words just start spewing this lady does that to a t oh dude and it's so good yeah, that's great cue up it's the like video. when you're it's like when you're on a, a a phone call with like a customer service representative <laughs> and you know you're right and they just don't understand you this and is they won't it's help not you. that they don't understand it's that they go <laughs> i've been mandated to give you this response <laughs> this is ten times more in, in infuriating than that. People around this town don't wear the mask, don't wear their gloves. I just finished showing a house right now. The lady was pissed off because I asked her to wear a fucking mask. Like seriously, woman. And then she's coughing two seconds later. Like it's no goddamn big deal. We're in this shit because of fuckers like that. Because people out there on their goddamn boats doing all their bullshit, partying. No, I'm not jealous. No, I'm not, because you know what? I have a fucking yard. I could go out with my friends and party, but there's a goddamn time and place for everything. And now is not the time and place. Now is the time and place to be taking care of yourselves and the people around you. There are people dying. There are people in hospitals risking their lives because of motherfuckers like you who won't wear your mask, who don't wear your gloves, who don't wear practice social distancing. Yes, Miami's a party town, but the truth is, you know what? There's a time and place for partying and everything. Now is not the time to party. This shit, what? Oh, well, only in Miami, only in Dade, only in Florida. Let me do it for a fucking video, for a fucking meme, for a fucking goddamn TikTok. Wear your fucking mask, wear your gloves, or we're going to be quarantined all the way till goddamn September. And we may be spending fucking New Year's in our house because of you fuckers out there who don't wear your mask. And you know what? I give a fucking, fucking... Fucking goddamn rat ass. If you guys get pissed off at me, don't like me. And you know what? You delete me off your social media. You'll probably be doing me a favor. So I don't need fuckers like you. Wear your fucking mask. Wear your gloves. So we can get the fuck out of our house, you dumb fucks. Amen. <laughs> fucking amen. Dude, oh my God. I love that. I just love her passion. When she, when she dude, my favorite part is oh, fucking, 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 fucking. <laughs> <laughs> she just can't. Her brain can't keep up with the rage, and she just can't. Like fucking is the one thing that she can say. God, I, I feel that, dude. I feel I, that so hard, and it made me feel good too. See? Watching that, I I take that I take that back. What I yeah. said before, that and felt I, good. I, you know, obviously she's upset, and and 
And I feel, no, I feel, really? I fucking, I feel that. I feel that. And I'm glad she put that on the internet to make, to like, to like give me that kind of like, yeah, man, I know. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Fucking, fucking, fucking. I feel like that with the hype intro track from our Feel Good Friday episodes, man, that's just enough to get you going for like the entire week, isn't it? Dude, if that, can you imagine if that anybody our, wants, our if anybody wants to, if anybody wants to remix, um, you know, remix <laughs> that video and. Put some beats to it. I mean, we're just not we're not in that we're not in that realm. But if we got any uh, oh, fans man. out there who are oh, who be like good to outro. Mix, mix beats. Speak, speaking of, uh, big shout out to yeah. uh, we had a we had a fan. Uh, so a couple of Feel Good Fridays ago, uh, we talked about the Thai king who secluded himself in an Alpine five star hotel with twenty five of his concubines, and in that conversation, we ended up <laughs> discussing word. whether or not the queen of England has concubines. And then I was like, I don't think males would be called concubines. So we were looking that up. Turns out they are concubines. But one of us, and I think it might have been Brian, had said, but what if they were what if like what if the queen just had leather daddies? And uh <laughs> and so we we had uh we had a listener send in their their rendition of uh a, a drawing of the queen and her leather daddies, which included uh, the three of us, and this is coming from uh, from Ed. So thank you, Ed. Um, uh, it is it is the craziest fucking photo I've ever seen. It's Brian <laughs> Brian on his hands and knees, looking like he's ready to get pegged by um, by Joe Exotic. Uh, Taylor and I covering our our penises with top hats and uh, uh, wearing leather daddy attire. Uh, Justin Trudeau's arm around Taylor. Uh, we've got. Putin and uh, and Donald Trump is riding him from behind. Um, we also have uh, the 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 great leader of North Korea, Kim Jong Un, uh, and his boyfriend uh, um, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, his 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 main his main homie, his main American homie, and uh, and I think Jeffrey Epstein is down I think, there. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> Jeffrey, Epstein that's Jeffrey sitting, Epstein sitting down and to in the, the right in the background, the just queen. just basking in all of its glory is the queen on her throne. <laughs> and so uh, short and little. This is the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. I, are we gonna are we gonna post it to Instagram? Is it with the yeah, yeah, oh, oh yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, this we'll, is we'll put it up like, on Instagram. This is one of my favorite things. Like to be included in a collage with such great men. Oof. I don't, I don't is, know. But, I mean, there is there is a there. I see a great man. JT, I mean, me JT, and my, I mean, and JT, yeah, and, and my boys, him and I are, and, and him and, and I are homies. Yeah, and Brian and and you. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Dennis Rodman over there. We're tight. Obviously, everybody knows that. Dennis Rodman, Taylor, the hat that you're wearing is so, so, <laughs> good. Yeah. so good, and the and the and the and the the bow tie. I mean, you know, Putin. Putin and Trump, we've got a complicated relationship with them. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Kim Jong-un, he just doesn't really reach out that often. Uh, he, um, he's, he's an awful human. You know, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, I, I RIP. Will, I will say um, thank you for the art. If you have uh, any kind of artwork that you'd like to share, uh, you can send it to intern at sickboypodcast.com. Um, or, or you can always, uh, uh, reach out to us over our website, sickpointpodcast.com. Uh, hit the contact us form. If you want to be a guest on the show, uh, fill out your, fill out your future guest application. And, uh, yeah. and listen, 
for a chance for a chance to get your art posted um for us to post your 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 art like yeah uh love doing these friday episodes we love each Yo, and every hey, one of you we hope you're doing well i just want to say before we wrap it up today i wanted to uh quickly mention a conversation that we had on uh wednesday night on our patreon oh, yeah. hangout yeah this yeah, week. yeah yeah um we were uh we had a, a good like two hour hangout on on wednesday night it was really fun there was lots of cool people on the call and uh and i was talking about some of the challenges of of working remotely and i had this conversation uh with a colleague of mine um last week and he was saying he's he's done a lot of research on remote work and he was saying that one of the most difficult uh aspects of remote work is that there's no transition time which speaking of like irritability before um before playing that video of that that chick ranting um, I know that like if I don't have time between going from like doing work into like being present at home again, um, I know that like I can be really irritable and kind of shitty to be around for a little bit. And this idea of transition time is that you need to take like 20 to 30 minutes to kind of like allow your brain to decompress from going from this work mode to like a relaxation or or home mode so um when you're working at an office you usually have a commute to do that uh you listen to the radio you listen to a podcast you listen to some music whatever you do you have some some time to decompress before you get home and with this new like these new work from home protocols there's no time to do that so uh i really encourage people to try like if you're feeling like you can't you know change your mindset from work mode to home mode and it's causing you a little bit of stress or making you irritable i i really encourage you to try uh this idea of taking 20 to 30 minutes for yourself whether that's um going for a run reading a book uh meditating doing some yoga uh whatever it is for you try out some different things and, and see how it works because i know that for me this week it's it's actually helped immensely uh incorporating that into my daily routine so uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that with everybody and 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 uh, let us know if you if you try it out and you find something that works for you, uh, reach out to us and share. Tay, do you uh, do you do anything like that? Um, no, not really. I do you find do you find that uh, have you had any like challenge Tay with like going between the two mindsets? Um, no, I I mean I hmm. Uh... If I think about that, I mean, I, I don't consciously do anything like that. Um, although I would say that I, I probably subconsciously do. I, I go, you know, I, I, I really, if I think about it, I, I really do need, um, I really do need some of that separation. So, you know, I like to break things up by, um, uh, you know, getting up from like spacing out a couple of work things with like just sitting down, making a coffee and like popping on like a YouTube video or something that I want to watch or like listening to 20 minutes of a podcast um, while I, you know, like organize something around the house or, or whatever there's, I, 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 I do find that there is a, I mean, but I find that I don't subscribe to a, I don't subscribe to like a full work day like ever. Like I think that working for a, an extended period of straight time is, for me, is silly. Um, so I do that like several times during the day. Like I break my day up um, all the time. 
Yeah, I find I get lost in work really easily. So like, you know, before I know it, it's five o'clock and I'm like, fuck, like I haven't, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't stopped. I like sometimes I'll even um, miss like taking a break for lunch too. So I realized that that's like a really unhealthy habit and I need to be more aware of that. So I think mm-hmm. like it would almost be even more beneficial for me to like set a timer and kind of uh, focus on tasks for a certain amount of minutes and then take a break. Like uh, I could yeah. definitely learn something from from your routine too. Mm. Well, there's like, and, and by, and by not subscribing to a full work day, what I mean by that is like, I, you know, I run Without two breaks. businesses. So yeah. I, yeah, I run two businesses. So like I have the, I have the, um, you know, I'm lucky enough to, to, to not be on someone else's clock. So I, so, so I kind of describe my work situation as like, I'm always working and I'm always on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's it's both of the things because I can because I have to make that schedule which is like sometimes a burden that when you when you have to make that own your own schedule when you're not like beholden to somebody else's to somebody else's uh, uh, like schedule like work schedule but I I I think I subconsciously do it too although I I, I have more consciously um, at the when I'm done at the end of the day. Um, like my ritual now is I I light a bunch of candles in the like uh we have a bunch of candles up in the bathroom on a, in our in our tub um and and so I just light all those candles and then and, and then you then, leave you just don't even go in the bathroom you just no. let them burn <laughs> no no I light the candles and then I get good. in the tub uh but instead of pouring water like running a running a bath I just lay in the tub naked and yeah, pour the hot wax all over my chest while I jerk off. Um, oh, wow. And then, and that's like, to I'm me. Cold the, and I'm afraid, lying naked on the floor. Yeah, and that's my good, like, that's a good 30-minute session uh, at the end of every workday that just, like, resets me, you know? And then I'm ready to sit down and play some Call of Duty with you, Taylor, or, you know, whatever. Just have, like, a just a phone call with you, Brian, you know? And just, uh, that's usually what I do right before I do those things and hang out with you guys. Uh, so that's good to know. Yeah. It's really amazing how I can bring up something that's like a, a really important topic and some, some maybe, maybe a piece of advice that really connects with somebody and you guys can not, not so much you Taylor, but Jer, how you can just trivialize it and make it about a, a hot sex wax, um, uh, session. So, uh, sex so wax is important. We, we'd love to hear what you do, uh, what kind of, uh, masturbation rituals you have when you're done work. Uh, you can share those with us at, uh, uh, you can just send that to intern at sickboypodcast.com and Lauren will f- uh, sift through those emails and, uh, read those and uh, we'll be sharing them on a weekly basis at the yeah. end of these. I actually, I actually highly encourage everybody to, to just make up dummy email accounts and send, <laughs> just, and send your, send your best made up masturbation rituals. <laughs> to, to Lauren, to, to intern at sickboypodcast.com. Yeah, yeah, we we we, we got to find work for her. Like, we're God, paying. that is a total HR violation. I think she would totally. What I, what I, I think what she I would just totally. Said. I think she uh, would totally disagree with the fact that we need to find more work for. Her. <laughs> uh, the that, amount of calendar invites that we got yesterday was uh, <laughs> impressive. Yeah, it uh, was. That that uh, we this was really fun. We love you all. Thanks for tuning in on Fridays again. This. This uh, coming Monday, uh, we're going to throw to an episode a conversation between uh, Bridie and myself about the passing of her. Um, I'm getting a fucking phone call from the Dominican Republic. Come on, guys. Oh, answer it. 
Yeah, no, answer I, it for I sure. Uh, about her her father's passing, and it's a really beautiful, wonderful conversation about grief and loss, and uh, what what can one can learn about oneself when going through that that process. So uh, we, I I hope you enjoy that that coming Monday episode, and I hope you have an amazing weekend. And we thank you for joining us on these Fridays. You know, sometimes they get real silly. We were real silly today. Um, uh, sure were. And uh, if you have any, if you have any content that you'd like us to cover, you see any feel good Friday stories that you think would be worth uh, sharing. Again, send it to intern at sickboypodcast.com. Uh, that is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy, and this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.